Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Daily Compliance News for January 7, 2020. Yesterday saw one of the saddest days in the history of America where the U.S. Capitol was breached by uh, traitors, insurgents, and seditionists for the first time since the War of 1812. It's a sad state of affairs as Trump egged on his supporters to attack the Capitol. Uh, there was one loss of life uh, during that uh, part of the uh, rioters and rebels' attack. And uh, it's unclear how many more will be arrested out of it. So today I want to talk about some of the uh, outfall from this. First is from the New York Times. Social media had its day of reckoning as its uh, failures to stop uh, Trump or those advocating violence came home to roost. And they continued to allow Trump to tweet during the day and finally near the end of yesterday evening took him down, or at least post notices that uh, the tweets could not be retweeted. Trump continued to incite uh, the rebellion uh, during uh, after he was whisked back to the White House. So uh, if there was ever um, going to be a push to repeal Section 230, this, I think, uh, fallout from this will be supported by both sides. Uh, next up, the business leader's response. Uh, this was most interesting. Uh, almost every business leader who commented condemned the attack by the seditionists and indeed called for um, called it sedition, what it is. And there was talk that business leaders would cut off funding to the senators who were engaging in their um, seditious actions to attack the voting uh, rights of people in uh, certain states, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania come to mind. The chaos um, led many to uh, not only attack Trump, but also attack the Republican Party, which has facilitated all of this. What that means for these companies in terms of their political donations, it's unclear at this point, but it's certainly something the GOP has to think about. Uh, Next up, uh, the National Manufacturers Association, or National Association of Manufacturers, issued a statement, and they went even further. They called for Vice President uh, Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Trump from office. I'd like you to think about that a minute. Uh, the If you don't know, the National Association of Manufacturers represents manufacturing interest, is as conservative as any organization in the United States, uh, anti-union, anti-employee, pro-business owner, and they are requesting that the Vice President invoke the 25th Amendment. When you have uh, that sort of very conservative business organization saying something like that, and they are extraordinarily powerful in this country and well-respected, that certainly means uh, that their business people see the the Trump attacks on America itself as antithetical to our country and certainly bad for business. So uh, it was interesting that the National Association of Manufacturers would take that step. On a little bit lighter note... uh, We had two Democratic senators elected in Georgia, and that led directly, I think, to the president naming Merrick Garland 
as the uh, incoming attorney general. Obviously, this is the big middle finger to uh, Mitch McConnell and the rest of the Republicans who wouldn't even give him a hearing to go on the Supreme Court. But I think uh, we'll see much more aggressive enforcement under a Merrick Garland-led Justice Department. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.